From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. You know, I just love how music affects our moods. I mean, I guess we don't even think about it because music surrounds our daily lives. And if you're in um, a sad mood, you put on a happy song, um, a wonderful, you know, beautiful melody can make you cry. I mean, I really, Dr. B, want to break down why music almost acts like medicine. But let's just talk about right now what we know of music from like a non-scientific standpoint. Like, what is your favorite genre of music? I like rock. Yeah, you're an old rock guy. I really like rock. So I guess, it, you know, some people my age, they probably say the same. Well, you know, we both went through the great days of rock and roll, right? And, you know, it's just really some songs like the Beatles could really paint a picture. You were there. You felt the emotion. You know, it just it was just so wonderful. And then we went through the disco era and, and then talk about how music at that point could energize. You know, whether you like disco or not, I mean, listen, you can hear it and all of a sudden you're tapping your foot, right? And it's starting to elevate, you know, your your heart starts racing and you're dancing. Uh, Music is just incredible that way. It's 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 healing, too. But, you know, Linda, you know, the science of this is that music that's pleasurable releases neurotransmitters. It's associated with the reward system, like the dopamine system, and it relieves stress and it alters your mood. So I think scientifically we're right on about why music is good for us. Right, like I love Brazilian jazz. To me, I always call it liquid volume, right? If I have a stressful day, I'm like, let's put on Brazilian jazz. And all of a sudden, I just feel the stress wash away. I mean, it's it really is medicinal. Oh, yeah. You know, listen, music is like it's the same pleasure center in the brain as other forms of pleasure, such as food, sex and drugs. So we're talking you know, that music really targets that dopamine system that we relate to other things. It's a big deal that we don't talk enough about. Before we break down, you know, what music can do, you read an interesting study recently, speaking of dopamine. Tell me about that. Okay, now this to me has been something I've been involved in a lot and unfortunately not really uh, publicized enough. And that is... Of the um, the intervention of a drug called naltrexone. It's widely prescribed for treating addiction disorders. And what it does is it kind of blocks, you know, the whole dopamine response. And people who are on it don't want to drink. And what they did was they took did a study that, you know, they, they took people 
who liked music, you know, certain types of music, and then they gave him naltrexone. Well, 5% of the population, you know, that, that usually get chills on music, and these people love this music, on naltrexone, nothing. They didn't even want to listen to music anymore. Oh, so, that's sad. And, but, but what it means is, though, it's scientific evidence you know that the that dopamine system that I'm talking about is blocked so I th it's really good scientific evidence I really like that study yeah you know I'm thinking about music right now and like just going down the list of what music can do and some of this you guys know about but like music evoking memories you know how many times has like a Frank Sinatra song gone on. And I'm thinking of my father and the parties they used to have in the basement in the 60s. You know, it's just like immediately you're brought back there. I mean, it's just crazy how it can act like, you know, they say that smell is the, is the sense that brings you right back to a certain place many, many years ago. I think music can do that too. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. You know, when we talk about emotions, you know, what happens is, you know, the brain's all interconnected, okay? And what happens is the neocortex gets involved with connections, you know, through the dopamine system. Everybody's connected here. And it really causes uh, uh, the white matter of our brain to become stimulated. And this is a, a tremendous ability of us to be able to kind of calm ourselves down especially nowadays in the times of uncertainty and stress you know that music should really be added to everybody's routine good piece of advice you know i'm looking at my list emotional mimicry you know how you could be at an opera right and you're sitting there and the lead soprano is just singing about her lost love. You can't even understand what she's saying because she's singing in Italian. But all of a sudden you're crying because she's just going on and on. And the music's so beautiful. And the audience cries, you know. <laughs> you know, music has like an interpersonal touch. Okay? Right. That just what you're saying, that anybody here listening, they say, remember, you know, we were with somebody at a concert or... You know, some and there was some kind of emotional, interpersonal thing. That's you know a, a big deal about couples. You know, getting together with music. We were just talking about like melody and how you know just certain songs can just make you cry, but you know that was just the musical portion. But there's also with lyrics, there's identity development, right? Like with with strong lyrics, people can sometimes identify like. How many times have you listened to, let's say, Frank Sinatra, you know, and he sings, I did it my way. And you think, you know, it just it builds and and all of a sudden like you're, yeah, you know, I can relate to this. <laughs> you know, there there's certain songs that individuals can relate to specific songs because of the lyrics and what they're going through at the time. Honestly, I believe in that, you know, and. Well, I think there's a thing called uh, escapism, okay? And people escape, you know, in music as well. And it's not a bad thing. 
it uses you know, music. People can use music to achieve goals and energize themselves. Right. And, and, and deal with boredom. Uh, okay. And, and so in other words, there's something about like escaping into music that's very important. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to jump in because that's that brings me to time perception. Now, this is something I didn't know about till I was researching this because you were talking about escapism because I think, you know, you start thinking about the music and all of a sudden. But did you know that like waiting rooms, for instance, like in a doctor's office, sometimes they use music because it makes the time shorter. So if you if you are waiting for that doctor for a half an hour without music, it would seem a lot longer than you listening to music. Isn't that interesting? Music is a powerful way uh, to change our relationship to time. And I think that uh, people have tapped into this. Listening to pleasurable music, you know, helps pass the time when we're waiting. And look, hearing music, it diverts our attention, uh, okay? And it, it, it shortens the time because it makes us calmer. So there's no doubt, you know, that if you're in a place that um, is boring or whatever, you can listen to your own music. I think that's a really good coping mechanism, too, for people. Music has so many elements for healing and let's not forget, music is fun, which brings us to our next topic, which is how people are happier when they're having more fun in their lives and how that connects to relationships, which that brings me to a conversation we had this week about one of the many things you do is you're a relationship expert. And what mm -hmm. you always prescribe is have fun in your relationship because studies show that the happiest couples report that they have fun together. Now that sounds easy, but it's not always easy. And it's harder when you've known each other a long time. So doctor, break this down, remind those couples who've been together a long, long time, how to have fun again. And those who've just met each other, how to infuse some fun into a relationship. First of all, you got to make it a priority to be fun playful, positive, having fun. Okay, that's what uh, you know. I promote and a lot of the researchers have talked about. You know, then there's this magic ratio. Listen to this about positive to negative interactions. Interesting. For every one disagreement or misunderstanding or feelings, you need to have five positive ones, affectionate or caring, or fun interactions to counterbalance it. So try having a fight with your wife when you're going to have a fun dinner and see how much fun you're going to have. It's not yeah. going to happen. I mean, we've all had that. Don't do yeah. it. Right? You know, you know what I love to do, which people forget because we're adults. I love to behave like a child with my mm -hmm. significant other. I love like, let's, let's pretend like we're kids. Let's like do things that adults wouldn't do and just giggle and laugh and like run around the house. And, you know, just forget that you're like a serious adult. <laughs> you know, like, um, you know, I'm an old uh, Freudian, you know, uh, regression in service of the ego, which means that, you know, if we could regress and have fun, then, you know, we're going to really enjoy ourselves. And I think, too, 
much of us are like, you know, we're important adults or something and we can't like regress and have fun. I think you're doing a great thing. You know, I know your husband and, and, and he's having a great time with you. You know, I, I just read this one. Get outside your comfort zone. I think people never think about this. Like do something you've never done that's not risky, but, you know, like go paddleboarding at the beach. Like you've never done that together. So you're working together. You're a team. So you can come home going, oh, remember, you know, where we almost capsized or we capsized. You know, you're building memories together. Yeah, you know, look, there's nothing like spending, you know, really good time together, okay? And all, like, novel experiences, even different experiences, you know, it, it activates the brain's reward system. It floods it with dopamine, norepinephrine, all the things we've been talking about, you know, you know, you know today. And it, it ignites romantic love, okay? Isn't that interesting? You know, so... Couples that are spending like 90 minutes a week doing pleasant activities. That's like a great thing to do. We got to, you got to work at it, Linda. Another yeah, you if, really do. Because like yeah. one of the things on my list is appreciate each other's quirks. But how many times have you heard older couples say, you know, I used to think his laugh was cute, that goofy laugh. And now it bugs me. You know, so you got to go back to loving that goofy laugh, I guess. You know, you got to work at it, like you're saying. And, you know, you got to find out what makes each other happy. You know, there's nothing better than your mate wants to make you happy. Now, I personally, you know, I had to, like, look at all the definitions of love, Eric Fromm and stuff. There's nothing like you care about what each the other person wants and needs, so that's, I mean, and, and that means you want to have fun together. That's right. Well, you know, I'm having a lot of fun with you right now, but we're running out of time. Yeah, I enjoyed talking about music with you. And this has really been a really fun podcast. Okay, we you know, I think we got to spend more time. I have a thing on the 10 secrets of the happiest couples. And oh, well, I'd like let's... to talk about that next time. Absolutely. We will. We will. Okay. So until next time, have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye, everybody. From Bregman, MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.